0: Let's head over to the KODO Newsline now, joined by national correspondent Aaron Rial. And, you know, Aaron, we had some good news when it came to the GDP numbers that were released last night or yesterday. But uh, really, there's still uh, more fears of a looming recession in uh, what areas of the country could potentially be the hardest hit.
1: Yes. So regionality is going to be a big factor in this upcoming recession. That uh, people are hoping, economists, analysts, everyone else it thinks it might be mild, but it's certainly coming. So uh, if you look at the West, they're going to be really battered. The West and the South are kind of going to be hit the hardest. The West, because it has both the housing and the technology slumps, that would be really severely impacted. The Midwest, that's actually relatively insulated from, from both of those forces, so it's going to be better positioned to ride out this downturn. It's not looking great in the Northeast where you have finance pullback, banking pullback. And then the housing slides in the South, there was a huge run up at housing prices in the South, so that's going to be a problem. So again, the West is the most vulnerable and most likely to be hit the hardest, followed by the South.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, some key industries that you mentioned and really uh, kind of showing that vulnerability of uh, so much uh, regional investment, but also uh, kind of shifting gears a little bit. Another big story when it comes to economics, and this is something uh, I believe you have a little uh, unique insight information too, as far as uh, so many major musicians now really cashing in when it comes to their publishing rights, and this is something that was really unheard of until uh, fairly recently.
1: Yes, so this is kind of interesting. You've seen so many big music stars, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Tina Turner, Paul Simon. They're some of the most lauded veterans in the music industry, and they're really capitalizing on their their catalog of music by selling it, and they basically sell the publishing rights. They no longer own them. And the question is why? Why would you do this? So it's a combination of significant tax breaks for the artist, and then the buyers from recording companies, but also the the music rights companies they recognize the value of owning this established commodity, a, a hit song that they keep—they can keep getting paid on. So it, this used to be older artists, which makes a lot of sense. You know, you're later in your career, you want to enjoy the money while you can. It's much a simpler situation for your heirs to just inherit money as opposed to publishing rights. But now you're seeing younger artists, Justin Bieber, Imagine Dragons, Shakira, uh, Justin Timberlake, they're all selling their catalog of hits as well. And it, it, it's, the thinking behind this is that you know you spend 10 years creating this catalog you're now going to sell it spend the next five years creating more maybe sell it again you haven't necessarily checked out creatively yet but you do listen justin bieber got 200 million dollars for his money and and in order for his uh songs and in order to get that much you have to give something away and he gave away basically every song 290 bieber songs that were released prior to december 31st 2021 and now He's not even 30. I think he's 28 years old. He can either go back into the studio, hang out for a little bit. Genesis, obviously, older band. Uh, that They gave, they were given $300 million from uh, Concord. That's a big rights publishing company. Uh, also, Hypnosis. That's a huge one based in the UK. They have Leonard Cohen. Uh, also, Justin Timberlake. They're the ones who gave Justin Bieber all his, his money. And the reason they do this is because they view a hit song as recession-proof and essentially a commodity that it's going to increase in value. It's an asset that's unaffected by these economic cycles, and that's why they'd like to have it under their umbrella.
2: It's so interesting that you have this going on because you think of other art forms, you know, visual arts, you, you, you generally, maybe movie making, you might have this kind of thing. But uh, you don't have this in, in other art forms. Does this mean that Justin Bieber uh, has to then pay licensing fees in order to perform his own songs?
1: Uh, that's a great Question. um I believe I this is just, it, it, and, and that's a great question. And the fact of the matter is, every deal is structured differently. Differently, okay. I, I would doubt that that would fall under it. What we know about the Bieber deal, it includes 100% of publishing as well as artist royalties from his master recordings and neighboring rights. And the deal covers all these 290 Bieber songs released prior to December 31st. Now, is he still touring as much? I, I imagine for someone who's young and likely to go on tour again, they would work out something where that would not be affected, but everything else would. But again, this is not, we don't know all the details to his specific deal. And it's important to note that every deal is structured a little differently with different terms, different dollar amounts. And, uh, you know, like David Bowie, he got a quarter billion dollars, but he has 26 studio albums and the publishing catalog is just everything. So, Mm -hmm. but is he touring anymore? No, not as much. So I can't say definitively that that's what will happen to Bieber. But yes, that is a way to structure it for some I don't know if his is structured that way.
2: And Shakira, of course, she was in a cash crunch, had to pay off that big tax bill that she got hit with. So, um, you know, she yeah, so she may have settled nice for some, some cash. <laughs> yeah, she may have settled for maybe less than they were worth. All right. Aaron Rial, interesting uh, topic. Thank you. We appreciate it.
1: Have a great day.